You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. Man, can't John Boyega just catch a break? And that's my intro for the new film, Breaking, on ah. you today on Screener Squad. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome, America. And also, we're sorry, because we treat veterans like shit, if you didn't know. And we'll talk about that today. Uh, but with me to talk about this heartbreaking film, uh, Breaking, uh, I have uh, Chad. Hi, I'm broken. <laughs> <laughs> and I have Gina. Howdy ho there, neighbors. And I have TC. Uh, hold on a minute. I got it. I got it. Uh, this movie broke me. Um, that good? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just uh, all the all the puns that are not needed today because... This is not a movie to make jokes about. <laughs> yeah, really. This is a, a depressing movie, and I'm glad I watched this one because I, I, I saw the trailer for this uh, a little while ago, and I love me some John Boyega. I think he's great. Uh, I loved him since Star Wars and a few other films that he's been in since then. And I think he's a great actor, and he stars in this uh, new film. It looks like this is the second feature from Abby Damaris Corbin. Uh, he stars as Brian Brown Easley. It's actually based on a true story where he is a veteran who one day uh, holds up a bank and says he has a bomb and he needs to get his money paid back to him by the VA. And it's kind of like, this is going to be a really bad reference, but apologies. But you remember in that movie Payback with Mel Gibson, he only wants a very specific amount of money. It's kind of the mm-hmm. same thing. He wants like basically $86 paid back to him. And like the bank is like, are you serious? That's it? 860 Yeah. 860 Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I'll get even more specific, 892, which was the working title of this screenplay. Yes. Oh, I like that. And I'll get even more specific, is that really he didn't even really want the money. He just wanted the system itself to change. To change. Yeah, it's not about the money. It's about (laughs) sending a message. And that's for damn sure, because he uh, goes in there basically uh, wanting to he goes in there with the idea of like wanting to get paid back this money and there's two tellers that are there there's the bank manager uh, played by uh, uh, Nicole uh, Bahari uh, who plays Estelle and then there is a bank teller um, played by uh, Selenus uh, Leve, uh plays Rosa, and they are just scared out of their minds, but Estelle is the one that's kind of a little bit more uh, level-headed, trying to figure out what to do, and also speaking to the cops at the same time. Speaking of cops, there are a couple of people you might recognize, which is the late and great Michael Kenneth Williams, uh, who plays... Uh, Eli Bernard, who's basically the negotiator that comes in to speak to him. And you find out very quickly that he is also a veteran. And they start 
to build this rapport between he and uh, John Boyega's character about like, well, basically how the VA kind of fucks you over. And uh, and but it's all a part of the, the bigger system, how obviously the government doesn't help out the VA. And this just it's basically this domino effect of just a shitstorm of how we treat people. See, now I'm already getting angry because when I watched this movie, I it was very late and I was just talking to Chad about this and I was drinking a, a couple glasses of scotch. And when movies are about the government fucking over people, especially who are tr- trying to do good in life in the way that John Boyega's character is doing. And this is a real story. It gets me really fucking going and mm-hmm. how we are just totally dismissive of this because, you know, uh, you could probably read up on this and I don't think this is necessarily spoilers, but the, the story doesn't turn out too good for him at all. If, if you want the article that this script came from, it's and this, this, you know where this is going. And I think the article headline, the title of the article is, they didn't have to kill him. The sad story of Michael Easley. It's or sorry, not Michael. Brian Brown, Brown Easley. Easley. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So uh, not not the biggest shocker in the world, of course, uh, for multiple multiple reasons. But I would love to talk to you guys about the the film itself and the the, the acting, the the portrayal of the characters, because it's I can't imagine how difficult this is for any actor to play real life people and to portray them, especially such a tragic figure as Brian Brown Easley. But I'd love to know what you guys think about this. And I think the first person I want to talk about is with Gina, because she and I talked about this about a week or so ago, a little bit. And uh, we were both getting uh, pretty intense about this conversation. But Gina, why don't you lead the way about what do you think about breaking? I mean, I, I'll preface this and say that coming from uh, someone who is labeled as, as African-American, this is not um, torture porn as many black folks get nervous about, i.e., you know, 12 Years a Slave. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a plethora of black cinema that is about the plight of black folks but it's mainly rooted in our either torture or like violence (laughs) so luckily oddly enough this doesn't fall into that so i would highly recommend folks please go and support this movie the family was actually contacted a lot during this film Mm. so like the good news is like the family partook in the process of this film being made which warmed my heart and soul because there is a story now that is being told and folks can actually um, see it. It actually reminded me, oh man, I had the name on the tip of my tongue. I just reviewed a film about the Australian mass murderer. Wow. That, uh, I forgot the name of the film. Sorry guys, but. Nitram, Nitram. Thank you, Nitram. It actually reminded me of that film in its, uh, in its setup. And Uh just the pacing of the film and just like how you're kind of just walking with this person, with this character um, in their day to day, right? Like you get the setup of him as a father, how he lives, a glimpse into their mental, their mental framework. And then it jumps straight into the events that happened that day. So you're not getting like this person's like biography at all. It really is just about that specific event that happened that day, which I actually kind of like because I never knew about this situation. I didn't realize how recent it was, and I felt really bad about it. 
um, because I feel like I should have known, but that just goes to show you just how many stories are untold. Mm -hmm. But from a film perspective, um, this film was actually really hard to watch. Like, I haven't felt suspense like this in so long. Like, some people were trying to say um, the black phone was suspenseful. No, no, it was not. Sorry. It's not even close. This film, like, when it comes to suspense, it was literally, like, I was just, like, almost to the point where I was, like, okay, I cannot, I got to skip, like, 20 seconds because the fact, there is no breaks. I feel like there's no real breaks in this film. Like, every time he does something or the phone rings or they start crying and it was just, like, oh, my God, like, I can't. If I can't handle this, I can only imagine the folks who were actually in this situation who woke up that morning saying, I'm going to work like any other day. Yeah. And it's not any other day. Mm-hmm. Almost like a documentary style in a way. Yeah, where it you're is. Just like yes. Watching the events unfold and you're just like, oh, God, this is it. Like you're saying, like, it's relentless. You don't have a break at all. It's just because the, the whole story takes place within just hours and that's it. And then we're just like over. TC, what did mm-hmm. you think about this movie? Uh, this is from a from a filmmaker perspective. This is a dream film to make for for John Boyega. He's tapping into some Denzel here. His mm-hmm. performance is so controlled. the The moments that he has his outbursts are very calculated from the script into how he performs them. I I admire a bottle movie that is this well made mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. this could have been a mess. They could have gone the way of over dramatization, made it cool, made you mm-hmm. damn the system and, 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 and made it if Michael Bay, Michael Bay did ambulance, which has a, a, a bank robbery and that's the right. extreme opposite of this. This is very real and raw and the tension feels real. And you can only no, you know where this is going, and it's and it's this horrible journey to get there because this is not a man on the edge of freaking out. Like he's not there. He has reached the end of his path, and yeah. he has something to say, and he wants to say it, and he's not doing it in some big, grand, dramatic, give me an Oscar monologues. John Boyega yeah. has so much control here, and it just it just shows how underutilized he has been since attack the block attack the block was where i first saw him yeah that's like right everything he's been in since it's like you don't know how good you have it with john boyega give him stuff like this and he's proving how competent and capable he is as an actor totally thank you for saying that tc because i completely agree like john boyega, <laughs> i think jonathan majors was originally supposed to play this but i'm actually glad he didn't I'm actually mm-hmm. glad it went to John Boyega because I feel like John Boyega has the range. God, and he it's so accurate to what happened. If you seek out the article that this is based on or if you just want to read the events as they unfolded, you can actually watch the security footage. They have released it. Wow, really? Handing the paper that says, I have a bomb. You can God watch it happen. Damn. And I'm, oh God, I'm getting goosebumps just because reading about this after the fact and how accurate this movie is is it it's upsetting i'm actually tearing up right now thinking about what we do to our veterans in this country yeah. and what this movie represents in in such a microcosm and a macrocosm at the same time i, I was talking about that before we hopped in here like it, it's it's rare for me to get like cry at a movie because i mean we're all I, I don't know we all have our different emotions we connect different ways but me 
you know, I always see a movie as a movie, even if I'm like totally in the world, like it's still a movie. Right. But Mm -hmm. sometimes there's those moments that really hit you hard. I mean, and it's based off a true story and whether or not it was the, the way that it was shot and the way Boyega carried himself, you know, it, it, it really hurt. Even though, like we've said, we all know what was coming. He 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 even said multiple times to everyone, like, I, I know I'm going to die. Like, we all know how this ends. Mm-hmm. I'm a black guy threatening, and there's hundreds of cops out here. Like, mm-hmm. we we only see it going one way. Then that's what, like, a, bit, uh, a lot of the tension was coming from. And I've seen this in a lot of movies where, definitely more fictional movies where, halfway through uh, I, I start to realize as an audience member like oh they're doomed and in here it's just since it's non-fiction it's just like Jesus Christ this is hitting so much harder because anytime and this is happening you know that the cops come fairly early in the film and surround the Wells Fargo and you see like the snipers start setting up and do all these things and anytime it would go back to them just like like and at least in my head it's like i would look at the timer in the movie and like okay well it's not happening yet is it like it's like jesus christ like what the hell is happening near the end one of the last times they cut back to those snipers uh the one that's like trained in on him is looking at the phone and looking at the news coverage and they show uh his marine photo and you know he shakes his head because it's like man he's one of us like most right. most cops and law enforcement are former military and it's just it's really hard to take out one of your own because when when you go through that again I, i've not been in the military i know people who have when you go through that like the one thing you always learn especially marines is you never leave a man behind yeah and right. this would count as that and that i mean you get the i guess we could call it trophy at the end uh with a pack of cigarettes like you know, that's oh, yeah. that memento of, you know, that's one that got away. This tour of duty it has ended. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. We get to see flashbacks of what the moments were that lead up to this. This movie opens very abruptly. And then little by little, we go back and learn when the decision came to him that he was going to do this. Right. I liked how they didn't flood us with backstory on those flashbacks. Like we yes. got we got a hint of like. You know, we're never told, like, what mental problems he could have. I mean, he could just have PTSD, you know? And right. Very likely. But I think that it's, it's so well-written enough to where you you get, for the most part, like, what was happening. Is like you Because the unfortunate part is that we all know that also the, America specifically treats their veterans like shit. And so it wasn't lost on us. They didn't have to be even like that specific about what the hell they were doing to him. Mm-hmm. And then it, then just giving him money back like he needed medicine or whatever the hell it was. And they didn't be they did not need to be so explicit with it. And it worked really well uh, for for the film and the storytelling of it. Yeah. And it's just that's the that's the most tragic part. I think I would say is that you don't even know you don't even know the specifics. You just know that we expertly fucked him over and there's probably hundreds if not thousands of other people that we fucked over just as easily or even worse gina how about you lead us in our final thoughts for breaking yeah i mean uh this film actually left me wanting some form of a sequel because the aftermath is equally as 
uh, <laughs> interesting to say the least. Uh, mm. The person who shot um, Lance Corporal, uh, Brian Easley, this wasn't his first questionable action in the really? same situation. Yeah, this was not. This is his second time doing this. Of course. Um, no one gave the order. That was the other thing. Like, no one gave the order for him to do that. So, like, and a lot of folks, a lot of, you know, experts, law enforcement, you know, tactical teams, they're saying, one of the quotes actually from the article uh, that TC mentioned that you can find either on longreads or on taskandpurpose.com was that just because it's lawful doesn't mean it's necessary. And I feel like that one quote from that article best sums up, um, even for John Boyega's character, like, this was shown in a classroom setting, you could even say... You know, just because he is in this situation wasn't necessary for him to do this. Like mm-hmm. that type of questioning of just like how we compartmentalize um, just our decision making and how it, you know, intention versus impact is very important to understand that like the fact that even the policeman <laughs> and the person running the people running the operation didn't even know it was a gunshot. Everyone was like, what's going on? Who did that? should show that no one had the intention of taking his life, which means that this could have ended a whole lot differently. So for me, uh, I will probably not watch this again. (laughs) Uh, I just, I can't. Just like I will not rewatch the first season, I mean the first episode of season three of Atlanta. I just cannot. Uh, But it is a great film, and and I do believe folks should really go out and see it. Um, and John Boyega again to echo TC sentiments completely underutilized amazing actor I, 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 I really wish I can direct him one day mm-hmm. uh, so I will give this um, oh man I will give this 8 out of 10 times I wish he had just stayed in the goddamn bathroom yeah. <laughs> that's, that's for goddamn sure uh, Chad what are your final thoughts just to bounce off what you said at the end, end there, Gina, it's not going to be a movie you're probably going to want to watch again. Um, it's not. I mean, the performances are brilliant. And the whole reason why this movie's so good is because it is so believable through those performances and um, the atmosphere that's created through the cinematography and, you know, all the other traditional film making things that you know, in the hands of somebody that sucks, this could have been a completely different movie and hollow or missing the point or whatever. But it was it was the perfect balance of telling one man's story um, of how he tried to right a wrong, not just for him, but for everybody. You know, he he had plenty of times where he could have just taken money. um, But it wasn't about that. And that's, you know, in the end what is a person um if they don't have any principles or a a moral code to stand by and you know brian had one and unfortunately by some sounds like shitty ass shithead um we never got to hear his full story in the end so it's it's sobering and it's again you're gonna get angry it's you're gonna be sad and but it's something that needs to be watched you know especially because it is so good like i i'm willing to 
you know, if the message is good and the movie kind of sucks, like push it. But this isn't that case. Like this is, this is something that it's powerful. And you don't, you don't get movies like this too often. We just, we just don't make movies like that anymore. Mm. Uh, I'll give it nine out of 10. Just. (laughs) Oh man. You know what? Hmm. I'm an American. I can say this. Fuck the U.S. I'm sorry, but we <laughs> nine out of ten fuck yous to the United States government because this shit shouldn't happen. With all the other shit that we do, bomb other countries, don't take care of the people that are living in our streets, don't give a shit about women's reproductive rights. Sorry, I'm going on a tangent, but <laughs> fuck it. Nine out of ten. Fuck you, USA. Woo. Yeah. I went yeah. down the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> That's very she... American, by the way. <laughs> yeah, not 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 ten out of ten though, but nine out of ten. Right. Uh, TC, what are your final thoughts? As a social commentary, this is a very important film. We don't talk about this stuff nearly enough. We've just literally this times very nicely to what's just been happening in Congress. Uh, we've just had this whole bill passed for veteran affairs, and we do not take care of our veterans. And this talks to health care and mental health care. And there's so many problems encapsulated very neatly in this one horrible incident. So from a social commentary perspective, this movie touches on a lot of very important things. Now that might rub some people the wrong, that might rub people, that might rub some people the wrong way. I don't want to watch a movie that has so much to say, messaging, messaging. So cinematically speaking, take the message out of it and just taking this mm-hmm. as a work of we'll call fiction. This is a very, very tight film mm-hmm. with some very, very good performances. It's a small movie that is filmed very well. The tension is very well paced between the edit and the performances. <clears throat> and this is John Boyega shining. And and he's a very young actor. He's got a lot more to do in his career. And to see him do stuff like this now and to imagine where he can go from here, from a cinematic perspective, this is a really, really cool special movie that we don't get a lot of. It's a, it is a small movie, bottle movie, small, small cast with a very tight runtime. So I praise this for both its commentary, but as a film, if you want to be on the edge of your seat and biting your nails and knowing where this is going but still wanting to see it through to the end, there's a lot to enjoy here from an actor from a director from a writer from every aspect of cinema this is a cool cool film and i hope that this does find an audience because it's probably going to get overlooked because it's not a blockbuster right i really enjoyed this it it really did touch me i also am not a veteran but i have veterans in my life that i love and respect and i'm i'm with the sentiment of what the fuck is wrong with this country and this is a perfect example of that. I don't say that lightly. I mean that with a lot of fervor. I'm going to give this nine out of ten cell, nine out of ten paid cell phone minutes. Mm. <laughs> God, I you know, <clears throat> I don't know what else I could really say uh, to expand about, upon anything the three of you have said so far because I, I would definitely echo all of it. I, I, I agree with you, TC, too, that <clears throat> the film is 
just a really great like tight movie. It's 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 well paced, is very well edited. You're going to be oddly entertained. I guess that's a very weird thing to say about this like tragedy um and to watch it unfold, but it is very engaging. And mainly again because the actors like you said Gina, everyone the some some of the smaller parts that they have, they just <clears throat> eat it all up. And they they're really taking advantage of the situation when they're on screen. It's completely believable. And like what you're saying, Chad, too, you don't get these types of movies too often. And to see that where uh, you you get to see some of these like smaller bit actors get to really just shine in this. And uh, and it's a really just great uh, testament to like the writer and the director uh, to to make something really solid. The, the screenplay is great. The direction's great. John Boyega is just, you know, a, a treasure internationally. I forget he's also British. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I really loved it uh, quite a bit. And on the flip side, of course, on the, the, social, the, the social commentary and the true story that it talks about, th- this, is, this is my kind of jam. Uh, this is the stuff that gets me motivated to, to, to want to do something and to, to either vote, uh, to talk to people about these things, to, to shout it out. Because it's um, for, for how much of a country, uh, how we uh, pride ourselves on being just this, <laughs> uh, this company that wants to fend and also fight and do a good job across the entire world. But, you know, at the same time, we just say fuck them. Uh, to the people who are doing this for us, it is such a the most hypocritical, awful thing that we can do to any to some of the the greatest citizens that we have here that are they're putting their lives they're they're sacrificing themselves while mm-hmm. at the same time him being a black man also on top of this is like there is this double thing that's going on because all you know is thinking like well of course they're going to kill him even yeah. if this was fictional and that's the most that's the other tragedy a part of it so no matter what going into this you don't know the story please read it like tc was talking about read that article because all you know that in the end he was fucked from the frame one and that's the this the most tragic thing about about this and that's what like not to use the title but like that's what breaks me about it because like i definitely teared up i got angry and thankfully the way they portrayed this story and the way they shot it and how everyone just gave it their all they made a fucking great movie um so i'm gonna give it oh man nine out of ten times i know that anytime jeffrey donovan's on screen he's gonna play a bad guy he's not gonna <laughs> be a good guy i got i gotta make a little light at the end sorry i this, no, that's uh... fine that's fine <laughs> <laughs>